Welcome to Jumpstart Business Builders. My name is Deanna and I am your business coach. At Jumpstart Business Builders, we are giving small business owners the tools to grow a six-figure business through basic business development, marketing and sales strategy, and so many more future growth tools. When you have a plan to launch and grow your business, you will generate six figures in revenue and dispel the myth that you are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. This is where the foundations of a new, struggling, or aspiring business owner begins. At Jumpstart Business Builders, your success is our business. Welcome back. Deanna here, your coach over at Jumpstart Business Builders, where we are helping startup and struggling business owners generate their first $100,000 in revenue and dispel the myth that they are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. There are so many things that I have learned as a small business owner, and I feel like one of the greatest things that I learned in this last year was how much I desperately needed a mental health therapist on my team. There were so many other things that I needed, but that was the game changer for me and small business. And today we're gonna dive into the difference between a business coach and a mental health therapist. What some of those differences are, the role of a coach and a therapist, whether or not you should seek the guidance of a therapist or a coach. So what are those unique skills and approaches that coaches and therapists bring to the table? And how do you determine what you need right now? So joining me today is Linda Thompson. She helps anxious women thrive in business and motherhood so they don't feel that they are falling apart. Linda is an accomplished mental health therapist and coach and she's dedicated to empowering women on their journey to fulfillment. She has her master's in clinical mental health counseling and a background in supporting diverse challenges. She integrates evidence-based therapies and continuous learning into her practice. Beyond her professional expertise, she shares a very personal journey of navigating motherhood, the highs of success, and the lows of self-doubt. Through IVF and the early days of parenting, she discovered the importance of relationships, faith, assertiveness, and changing thought patterns for self-empowerment. Having cultivated a transformative mindset, she now guides women to navigate challenges in marriage and motherhood with grace, embracing self-acceptance and celebrating their strengths. I am so excited to have Linda Thompson with me here today. Linda, thank you so much for coming on to talk about the differences between a coach and a therapist. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting, and this is a topic I love to share, so I'm excited to get right into it. Yeah, I'm really excited to dive into this, too. Linda and I had some time to talk earlier in the week and then a little bit more time to talk today, and what she brings to the table as a therapist who also functions as a coach, I just think is incredibly unique. So I'm, I'm really excited to just dive in and start covering what some of these differences are between a coach and a therapist and, and how do we know what we need at this specific point in our lives and what we would be looking for there. So I'm excited that you're here. I'm really excited that you're here. Really quick before we get Me started. Too. I'm so excited. Before we get started, can you just share with us where we can find you online and share your website with us? We'll share that again one more time at the end, but just in case somebody can't stay for the whole session, where can they find you? All right. So I'm on Instagram. I I usually am on there often, so you'll be able to see updates 
frequently, um, and that's at Hey Linda Thompson. Super simple. <laughs> and then my website is www.lindarthompson.com. Perfect. It's like so easy to find you. Uh, everybody can spell Linda I Thompson, try. I promise. <laughs> Everybody's got this. I love it. Yes. Thanks to my husband. My maiden name, not so much. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, well, you know what? Sometimes we're like, I'm so thankful I got married. It made things a lot easier. <laughs> I should laugh because my last name is Cotton. Yesterday I'd called to make an appointment and I told the girl it's C-O-T-T-E-N, but they don't hear that. They just spell it like normal. And and finally she goes, Mm -hmm. how do you spell your last name again? And I was like, C-O-T-T-E-N. She goes, oh yeah. And I'm like, well, it's not the normal spelling, but she made it like, oh yeah, that's no, that's not normal. (laughs) Anyway, I get it. (laughs) You would think Cotton would have made it simple and it didn't. Girl, let's dive in. Let's, can we kick off? Sure. Can we start with the fundamental differences between the role of a coach and the role of a therapist? Like what would some of those identifying differences look like? So, I mean, for this, the differences really is the clinical versus mentor, right? So the therapist is more on the clinical aspect mm-hmm. of things and the coach is more is more as your mentor right it's it, their role is more of coaching you through and right. you know guiding you in a different way whereas your therapist is more clinically focused right so right. i and i would say that those would be the clear differences if you just want to do like black and white simple sure okay and that makes so much sense actually to me because a therapist might be focusing more on like the mental health diagnosis and maybe like reducing symptoms yes. that they're experiencing. Whereas maybe like a business coach is kind of more motivating or encouraging you to achieve goals. And I feel like those really shouldn't right. cross. I mean, almost like a coach probably shouldn't be treating mental health illness and reducing symptoms, right? For patients. So very clear differences right. actually. Yeah. Yes, there are definitely clear difference because, and you know, you and I were speaking about this a little bit before too, about just the different education and experiences that both those professions Mm. hold, right? Right. When you're a therapist, you're a licensed therapist. You have a governing sector that is Mm. creating that requirement for your licensure and you are bound by that and ethically, right? So a therapist has a little bit more to lose, so to speak, right? Absolutely, Um, Where, whereas a coach is really going based, depending, you know, a lot of coaches nowadays are therapists as well, are all licensed therapists. There's a lot of really good coaches out there, but some of the coaches are working from a place of experience, first, you know, personal experience and professional experience, Mm. not so much like the educational uh, licensure part. Not to say that one's better than the other, because it really is person specific. Right. You know, there could be really awesome coaches that don't have any education. And then there could be yeah. really sucky coaches that have, an ex, you know, all the education in the world. And the same goes for therapists. You yeah. can be licensed, have your master's, you can have your doctorate and still not be the best therapist in the world. Oh, yeah. And, so you know, true. it just depends on the person and how they how they're yeah. integrating what they've learned with their experiences mm. and they're being person specific as well. I like that point that you just made. How are they applying? So I think we can go to one side of that and say, uh, you know, based on circumstance or experience right now, where you're at in life, you may need one more than the other. But like you said, there could be good coaches and bad coaches, and there could be good therapists and bad therapists. Doesn't really depend on that educational aspect there. But they are overseen differently. But 
yes. I, the way that you just said that was like how they they integrate their experiences and yeah. their um, education and being mm-hmm. person specific as well. Yeah, being person specific. Oh, I think I was thinking more along like uh, along the lines as well of like where you're at as a seat, you know, as far as a season goes in your life. I mean, are you trying right. to heal emotional trauma and pain or are you focused on the the present and the future of your business trying to achieve specific goals? You know, mm-hmm. is it possible that sometimes as as patients that they come in and they have come in with these these things they need to deal with and you're you're identifying that maybe they need a coach or vice versa. Do they come in and, yeah. you know, to your coaching sector and say, yeah, you know, you really need therapy right now. Like, do you have any mm-hmm. stories or scenarios where you've seen that happen? Yeah. I mean, through my practice, I have, you know, identified a, a, a few members or a few clients, as you say, mm-hmm. they like you integrate both of them. You start calling everybody different things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in my practice, I actually identified a group of women that mm. is why I'm actually even doing what I'm doing as far as branching out to coaching, because I noticed that there was a need there, whereas they weren't coming to me for clinical needs. They were coming to me for like uh, expertise. They were coming to me for mm. advice. They were coming to me for like, clarity for them to not feel the way that we're, they were feeling. But their emotional exhaustion, their emotional distress wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a result of a trauma it wasn't a result of some type mm. of mental illness that we had to diagnose their emotional exhaustion their emotional distress was due to their lifestyle you oh, know and it wasn't yeah. a lifestyle of addiction it wasn't a lifestyle of you know poor choices it was a lifestyle of being a mother being an entrepreneur being a businesswoman you know mm. being a wife and having all these roles and wearing all these different hats that yes. they couldn't see clearly of like how do i function while I'm also high function anxiety, right? So that's not technically something right. I would I would diagnose because you're functioning fine, it's not debilitating, but the anxiety of doing it right, doing it all, yeah. how do we get it done yeah. in the time frame that we have mm. um, is what causes, I think, a lot of people to say, hey, I need a therapist. And, and not to say that that doesn't warrant to see a therapist, sure. but I think sometimes you know, it, depending on who you're seeing, mm. it might be better suited in a coaching setting, depending on what you're looking to achieve. Right, right. right? It's almost like if you are working with somebody with bipolar, that's going to be very different than right. somebody who just has a time management problem, right? Like, yes, um, 100%. We don't need to, yeah, we don't need to medicate this, right? Like, we just need a good no. coach that can kind of hold you accountable and, and get you yeah. on board. And I, small business owners, I am a small business owner, so are you. Like, I truly mm-hmm. believe we're like the real MVPs. Like we wear so many freaking yep. hats. Like we're, <laughs> we're, our head is in like six different departments every single day. And a lot of times when we leave work, we haven't really left work. So I can totally see where you could end up feeling as though you've gone into this mental health crisis. And in reality, maybe you just need help with time management or, you know, to right. get some t- people on your team because you're doing too much or, or whatever that looks like. And so that Mm -hmm. actually kind of brings me into the next question is like, we might be unsure as to whether we need a therapist or a coach. And of course, my first thought here is like, I mean, go get one or the other and find out. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I can see where a, a therapist who can, and not always, but most therapists will take your insurance or can take your insurance. 
And if you show up to see the therapist, I mean, they're going to get you in. And that therapist might be willing to say, you know what? I actually think you need a coach, right? Like, or you need, yeah. But mm-hmm. you go hire a coach, they're going to be like, yeah, I can help you, right? So I think we have to be very careful mm-hmm. as coaches uh, to not be prescribing or treating what we believe mm-hmm. maybe mental health disease or, or other things. As coaches, we've got to be very careful to point our clients back to a therapist. But yeah. then it, would it be wise for a therapist to identify when like, hey, you need a coach. So could we even talk about like those unique yeah. skills or approaches that coaches and therapists bring to the table? Because they're different. Mm. What they bring to the table is different. But as coaches and therapists, we need to be honest and, and point our clients or patients in the direction that they need to go as well. How do we do that? Like, what are those unique skills and yeah. approaches? So, I mean, depending on who you're going for, for what, and what their specialty is, mm-hmm. you're going to have a different set of skills and education expertise, and, and expertise, right? Sure, yeah. So someone that specializes, uh, you know, that's a licensed therapist specializing in anxiety and depression may have a specialty or mm-hmm. an expertise in cognitive behavior therapy, whereas a coach who is a business coach might have an expertise in like time management and productivity mm-hmm. skills. So it depends. You, you have to do your due diligence as well, right, mm-hmm. in researching the person that you're about to work with. It doesn't matter if they're on your insurance panel or not. Right. These okay. are people that are going to be involved in your deepest secrets your your most inner parts your most you know scariest moments yeah they should be somebody that you trust and know that can suit your needs that you're looking to actually you know go to them for so i think it's important for you to to ask those questions Mm -hmm. and make sure that they are they are at the level that you're looking to to get their expertise from right the other thing you mentioned too was like you know some coaches shouldn't be saying this and therapists shouldn't you know should we do that but we have to remember that, okay, one, therapists are under an ethical oath, right? So right, right. if we see somebody that we don't think we could serve, regardless if it's because we think they should have a coach, sure. but if it's somebody that maybe has a, a mental illness that we're not experienced in, ethically, we should always be referring out. We shouldn't be seeing somebody that we are not Absolutely. Um, at a level to actually care for. So Absolutely. with that said, I'm going to, I'm going to say, all of the therapists that are licensed out there <laughs> would be in a position yeah. to refer out and and hopefully they have done their own self-awareness to make sure that they can um you know feel comfortable in doing so and i think i and i wanted to mention too like you have the ability to have a consult with your coach Absolutely. you have the ability to have a consult with a therapist yes and they're both trained to be able to see the difference is between, okay, this is something I can handle in a mm. coaching setting or like, wait, this is out of my, my realm. This sounds a little bit too clinically. So I need mm. to refer this out to a therapist and vice versa. So just keep that in mind, but you also have to do your due yeah. diligence because it's your care. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And that consultation is absolutely necessary. We don't take any one-on-one clients without that Mm -hmm. without that consultation first and foremost and then we actually have another step in between there and it's a goal session that we require and then we have a set of criteria as far as revenue and growth strategy and growth mindset 
to even take you on as a one-on-one -on -one client. So therapists, in a sense, are doing the same thing. And I kind of related when you said that. I, When I was looking for a trauma counselor, a trauma therapist, I was looking for a therapist that specialized in trauma uh, therapy, EMDR and EFT tapping and things like that, because I knew exactly what I was looking for. But I can see where another counselor may specialize in marriage counseling. And here I am like trying to go to this counselor for trauma counseling. And they're like, whoa, I, I can't even help you right now because I do marriage, right? So there is there is that process to walk through to make sure we're all a good fit for each other. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I actually like to look at it that way. The role of a coach is very different than a therapist and vice versa, right? But as coaches and therapists, uh, performing that consultation and making sure that we are a good fit for each other, I think is critical. And making sure that everybody yeah. wins in this situation and gets the best care that they need. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, I mean, we're sure. out there as coaches and therapists to serve people, right? That's our profession, that's what absolutely. we are jumping into these roles for. Oh, absolutely, like we're, yeah, we're, we're focusing on growth, I think, maybe even long lasting yeah. behavior change all the way around. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, there are certain I things mean, as coaches that I am not licensed to be touching and I, I don't want to ever tap into that. I wanna make sure that I have referred my clients to a therapist when it's warranted. But you also know, Linda, I am a, a very strong supporter of having a mental health therapist on your team. I believe that every mm -hmm. entrepreneur should have one. Even if you're just being preventative, maybe you're not having a mental health crisis right now. I think it's important to be proactive with your mental health. I mean, is that something that you oftentimes see with some of this, like this group of women that you were talking about? Can you still see where it's beneficial for them to still see a therapist, even if they're needing a coach more regularly? Yeah, of course. You know, especially with, I mean, when we're working with business owners, right? Mm -hmm. We're not, we're so focused on the now Right. We're so oh, focused yeah, on trying yeah. to like get whatever's on our to-do list out of the That's way right. today. Check the and we're not, yeah, <laughs> we're not really paying attention to like how we're interacting with the world, how, you know, what our belief system is about ourselves. And we're mm. trying to dive into this business and we're finding ourselves getting stuck in some ways. Right. Absolutely. Those are moments where I think it's important for you to reflect and go, okay, what is holding me back here? Is it my internal mm -hmm. dialogue? Like, is it my, my thought processes? Is it a very negative insecure type of mindset that I have? Right, if if yeah. you're going down that road, that would that would trigger me to say I might need a mental health counselor because I think there's some trauma here that I need to address. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be like major trauma that you remember and it was like this huge you know situation in your life that you it took a long time to recover from. Right. It could be little traumas. It could be little things. It could be bullying at school. Totally. You know, it could be you know having a bad relationship that you know that you thought it was going to turn into something and it never did yes yes it could be these little things it could be just small little interactions you and your mother had when you were a child right. it doesn't have to be these huge abusive you know hard oh, yeah. situations it could yeah. be stuff that we always just go oh that's just life you know that, that's just oh life. yeah totally you know, but it ultimately that. yeah and it ultimately creates a block like it's almost like a block that kind of prevents yes. you from growing. Yeah, and you've got to deal with that first. You've got to deal with that block, whether it's you know mm -hmm. mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. That block just has to be dealt yeah. with. Yeah. And your your coach is not going right. to be. Um, and I'm saying that as a coach myself, we are not trained to mm -hmm. help you overcome trauma blocks at all. And yeah. uh, you don't even want us attempting to tap through that, especially you know after going through my own right. trauma therapy. 
year. I, I mean, I'm still in therapy, but I'm like, it's, yeah. it, after going through this last year, that is not something any coach was ever going to tap into. Overcoming those blocks like right, that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Nor do you want your coach even attempting to do that. But yeah, like if we've got a time management issue or like said a productivity issue or, you know, something like that going on. I mean, yeah, get your coach in there for some accountability and to kind of help create a strategy and a right. plan. And and they really can help you focus on that present and future and really pushing yeah. you forward in that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is so good. I would love to add to that too, yeah. is that, you know, so yes, I'm a licensed therapist, right? And coach, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But those are two different sectors for me. So just like you said, like a coach isn't equipped to help you with your clinical needs, right? Those mm-hmm. deep traumas or the, those those blocks, right? Yeah. But if yeah. you were to see a coach that is also a licensed therapist, they are not they are not going to help you with that either okay right so just keep that in mind that when you're a life when someone says they're a licensed therapist they're bringing their expertise and yes. they have that hat on somewhere right so that they can hear yeah. any clinical needs but they're not going to treat your clinical needs in a coaching sector Absolutely. they will refer you out yeah and they shouldn't yeah. be they shouldn't be treating you Agreed. clinically in a coaching sector regardless that's just yeah I totally agree because there's so much know. more to it and if you're <laughs> no I think I agree with you because right. if you're covering something in a coaching sector and you're coaching them through some things and some mental health things come up you do need to refer them out because there may be medication needs there may be you know other things that you're not going to be able to dig into yeah. in a coaching platform in a coaching setting you're not really going right. to be able to even make the best call even though like you said you have your therapist hat on and I think that probably works both Mm-hmm. Ways. It's like, you know, with therapists being, you know, having that that licensure to to kind of govern them in and hold them accountable. Coaches don't necessarily have that, but it, it does make that difference for sure. I mean, coaches don't have that same licensure, but they really shouldn't even be yeah. tapping into that at all. It's you need to refer them out. And, and therapists obviously no. do the same thing because you can't do both at the same time. It wouldn't be fair to that client or patient. No, yeah. no, it would not be. Yeah, I agree with that 100 percent because. You know, we can be great multitaskers, but therapists tend to always think we can heal everybody. Yeah, you're like, we are <laughs> so do that. So in the coaching sector, it's really important for us to have clear boundaries from the get-go so that we don't kind of like seep into like, well, yeah, I guess I could help you with like that, you know, situation. Yes, no, yeah. we have to have those clear boundaries, get, you know, right from the start of mm. like, okay, I'm your coach and I'm working on this very specific goal that you and I have come together and decided on. And oh, that's yeah. what we're doing here. Everything else that I hear, right. I will I will point you in the right direction. I will make sure you yeah. get the care you need. That yeah, that's fascinating. I would love to hear, and I don't know if you can share a specific just because of HIPAA compliance and things like that. Um, but maybe mm-hmm. without sharing names, I know that can still be kind of touchy. Do you have anybody like that was going through something very specific and you were able to say, like in this therapy plat, you know, in this therapy session, I discovered this person really needs coaching and here's why. Like, can you I, like help us identify like what yeah. do you see in that therapy session? Maybe based on a story, but I don't know if like with HIPAA, if you, you'd have to probably be careful with that, but I want to yeah, like help somebody yeah, maybe so- identify like, whether a coach or therapist is best suited for them. So I'm like, do we have like a way to kind of like, and I know this would just be one story, but maybe a way to kind of help somebody identify that. So I, you know, I came up with this metaphor earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if this will help you. Oh, I'm sure. If you think about first, if you are, (laughs) if you first are, uh, are contemplating, do I need a coach or do I need a therapist? Mm -hmm. One, you need to ask your question, ask yourself the question of what is prompting me to even ask that. Do I need one or the other? Oh, right. What is happening in our life? What is occurring 
emotionally in our thoughts in our life situations that are even even making that question prompt prompted in our minds right because that's going to gear you a little bit clearer one and then i thought of this that's so good i'm not (laughs) so simple but so good Um, it's like yeah first ask the question why why do i need this or why do i think i need it yeah we always forget that we always forget that something we we make things like bigger than they have to be and they don't they're really life can be very simple if we just look at the surface level sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. So I also thought of this, like, I don't go to Target. I love Target. I don't go to Target, though, to fill up my my gas. Like, I don't go to Target right. going, oh, I need gas in my car, right? Yeah. The same yeah. reason why I don't go to the gas station and go, oh, I need bed sheets. Yeah, exactly. Like, right? So yeah. so you have to know, like, mm. what it is that I need from this this sector or this this person that I'm seeking their help for. That's so good. Because does it fit? Yeah, that is so good. And it really does start with asking, why do I need this? Like, what have I identified as to why I need this right now? Yeah, that is, that's so good. Mm -hmm. That is an excellent way to look at that. And that's what I was thinking here was like, maybe I'm in like what I think is a mental health crisis. And, you know, I've, I've got this crisis going on, so I need a therapist right now you know, but through some healing and, you know, overcoming some trauma blocks, I'm ready to move on to a coach. You know, as a small business owner who has been through some significant traumas in the last two years myself, I waited too long to get a therapist because I kept telling myself I am a coach, right? And sometimes we self-coach and we shouldn't do that. Mm And I kept yeah. telling myself, it's going to be okay. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Just with time, it'll get better. And, and it kept not getting better. It actually just kept getting worse. And it and I hit the point of rock bottom and like, oh my God, I need a therapist. Like, and like mm-hmm. now. And so and now I really just strongly advocate for having both. And having yeah. your coach on your side, because there are things that they can always be helping you with in your business growth Mm -hmm. and on your entrepreneurship journey. And even if you're not in a mental health crisis, I think you should be preventative. Like what is the benefits to even just preventative measures in both in business and in mental health? Um, Oh yeah, so I mean, what you were just said resonated with me so much because I had the flip. Mm. I had the, where I was was seeing a therapist, Mm. but I really really needed a coach because my therapy wasn't about necessarily like trauma stuff or clinical stuff. It was more right. like I need to move my business around. I need to get, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck there. So then I realized like after I kind of get, got over a couple little, a little emotional stuff, right, right. I was able to move on to a coach, okay. um, which is now better suited for me in the, in the phase I'm at. Yeah, that is like, it just, it resonates so much for me too in finding that balance in in needing both. And can I like, so we are, we're like gonna keep this going. I just wanna point this out right now. This is a total sidebar, but around here, I just believe in doing Mm. real life. (laughs) Like we do real life, like as a business, like we make mistakes and we have things and you are helping women thrive in business and motherhood so that they don't feel like they're falling apart. And what I love about hearing your daughter in the background right now is that she's just a part of your life. And that's why I said, no, like she can, she could just be here today. It's going to be fine. Of course we can edit if anything gets crazy, but I'm just going to throw that out there because that's who you're helping Linda. Like you're helping moms uh, Mm -hmm. who you understand 
you understand. And they come into these therapy yes. sessions and you're like, actually, you need a coach. Or they come into these coaching sessions, you're like, listen, like the bipolar is about ready to take you out. Like, we need to get you to a therapist, right? Um, ADHD's got yeah, you going yeah, bad. Yeah. You're, exactly, you're not getting anything exactly. done. Yeah, it's like, you don't get anything done. Yeah. Your ADHD is like out of control, right? Yeah, it, it's a real thing. So I love And that's why story. I love coaching. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, spill more on that. Like, what is your favorite part about the coaching side? Because you've been a licensed therapist. Yeah. Like, what is your favorite part about the coaching sector? Um, the fact that I could be more transparent hmm. and authentic. With therapy, oh, yeah. like, you know, I keep sounding like a broken record of, like, ethical bound, you know, and being bounded by ethical standards hmm. and all that fun stuff. But in therapy, it's not about us, right? I mean, coaching isn't right. about us either, but coaching is heavy on the experiences and, and the things that we've overcome to then provide you with this extra piece of what is missing, yes, right? So like yes. I come to my coaching sector as a therapist because I have the, the clinical acts, you know, the, the, um, the modalities that I'll use, right, right. Right. In my, in my coaching mm -hmm. programs, but the, the expertise that I bring to that is from a personal standpoint, and from what I've seen in my experience. Yeah, right? absolutely. So like the part of coaching that's beautiful is like my my sessions can be geared on like, okay, what is it that we need to like actually get over today? Right. And like, let's focus on that. You know, like if that yeah. means like you and I are going to be brainstorming and like Googling stuff and like yeah. looking up how we're going to do this, that's what we're going to spend our 50 minutes on. Yes. Whereas therapy, it's very like, okay, let's, you know, dive into this, you know, um, this area that mm. you brought up and let's really talk about your symptoms and let's yes. try and, and reduce it. It's completely, it's a completely different. It's completely different. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, almost I like, like I don't know. yeah, like this management thereof of symptoms, whereas your coach is, is trying to get you from one place to the next. Um, I mean, you could be with a therapist for yeah. years and years and years. Like there could be no end in sight or maybe you're moving yeah. to a new therapist. But I mean, it's like you're, you're continuing on in therapy, whereas coaching can be almost like this continuous path. You're growing from yeah. one point to the next and then you're going to hit this milestone and maybe you need another kind of a coach or, you know, whatever. And you're going to go from this point to the next point. And it's really like very mm -hmm. forward thinking and you're not just trying to, to keep keep things at bay necessarily. Like, I mean, you're as a business, you're like forward thinking and growth minded. Not that you shouldn't be with mental health either. I know, you know, right. in my own crisis, I was absolutely growth minded because I needed to overcome it. Like I've got things to do. Right. <laughs> I got to get through this. Uh, and yeah, I, know, yeah, yeah. I know my therapist laughed at me in the beginning because I'm like, you know, a, a week into it, we had two car accidents It just brief, brief touch base here because I you can go back to a couple of other episodes that we've done talking about overcoming trauma as a small business owner and our uh, end of year a reset mindset that you can go back to those two episodes and learn a little bit more. But we had two car accidents and one, my daughter wasn't wearing her seatbelt in February of 2022 mm. and hit her head, ended up with a significant head trauma uh, resulting in vestibular damage and hearing loss. And um, she was 15, she knew better, but you know, that spiraled into 10 months later, another accident and I, I lost it. I just lost it. Like I was just, and I'm like, I gotta get a therapist. It was a week later. I was like, I have to have, I've gotta have a counselor. And I found one who's amazing, but I will never forget walking into that first session. I was like, we gotta fix it. Like, what do we gotta do? Get on it. I, I've got things to do and I need this fixed. And we look back now and we giggle because I just graduated to every other week counseling. <laughs> Congratulations. Like, for 2024. I mean, yeah, so this has been a journey. I mean, 
when you're attending mm-hmm. therapy to overcome trauma so you can grow, it's a very different process. Like, very different process. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, oh I agree. Gosh. I definitely agree. I love this so much. I am so thankful for you to come on and just talk about the differences between a coach and a therapist and ways that we can identify what we're needing right now, what we're best suited for right now. And again, as a coach, I am a firm believer in having both. I think if you were looking at making an investment into your personal and professional growth in 2024, I think you need a mental health therapist on your team, whether again, it's preventative or uh, overcoming a major crisis right now. I I think that you need an administrative assistant, no matter what, like a VA is gonna change your life. And oh yes, they oh will. my God, oh my God, it's gonna totally change your life. And uh, it's gonna help you grow like in ways that you never even saw coming. And your, your coach, like you get these three professionals on your team in this next year. And I definitely think you're gonna win. But Linda, I wanna say thank you for again, just coming on to help us identify what we're truly needing because there are seasons where we may have to really gear more towards one over the other. And your guidance has been incredibly helpful today. So will you just share with us again one more time uh, where we can find you and what is the best way if somebody wanted to connect with you or uh, seek you out for coaching or therapy, where would they find you? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. I love talking about this stuff. So this has been a complete joy for me. So thank you for your time. Thank you for all that you're doing for for the people that you're serving. So yeah, so basically, um, like I said earlier, I help anxious women thrive in business and motherhood so they can feel like they aren't falling apart. And we go by that different ways. But the best way that you can get in touch with me is www.com lindarthompson.com. Get in there, sign up. I will be able to connect with you through email. You'll be able to be on my list. So you'll get my newsletters. You'll get to see what's happening. Um, And then on my Instagram, heylindathompson, that has all my links. So you can book a call with me. You can check out my website. You can check out my content and get chatting with me, get into my DMs, Let's chat it up. Let's talk about this 2024 and how we're going to thrive. Amen. And be the best version we can be. Oh my gosh. Amen. Like, let's go kill it for 2024. Yeah, seriously. No, seriously. Let's I go know. kill it. Yes. Oh, Linda, thank you again so much. Uh, thank you again to our audience and just for showing up to grow your business in 2024. I believe that this is the best time to grow your small business. I know that the economy is weird and there's a lot of weird things going on out there right now, but don't miss the boat right now is an incredible time to not just, yeah, grow yourself as a leader and grow yourself as a, yeah, grow your business. I mean, this is a powerful time to do that. Thank you again to our guest today, Linda Thompson. You can find her at lindarthompson.com or on Instagram at heylindathompson. Please make sure that you connect with her, follow her on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Signing off this week, and we'll see you again next week, your coach, Deanna. Thank you for tuning into today's session. I am thankful for small business owners just like you that have a heart to change the world with your products and services. For more support in your business ventures, visit jumpstartbb.com. As always, I hope you have identified something that you can implement right away to take your business to the next level. 
Until next time, signing off, your coach, Deanna.